Patience of days, my trust is in you. I am that I am, my trust is in you. Lily of the valley, my trust is in you. Hey, I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. Easy can do. My trust is in you. Oh, my trust is in you. My trust is in you. Master of the universe, my trust is in you. Miracle walking God, my trust is in you. King of glory, my trust is in you. Father, my trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. My put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. I put them all in you. My trust is in you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Eka Kundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You are welcome. Good evening. It's Wednesday, a Thanksgiving service. How are you all doing? Hope you are fine. We thank God for life. We are still here. We give him all the glory, praise, and adoration. So before we dive into today's message, Father, we welcome you. Elohim, take over me. Yahweh, you are the great I am that I am, the mighty man in battle. Take over me, take over this service. Speak through me, Yahweh. 
Bless your children and take all the glory. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. So the message that I have today is that of repentance. I have called to remind you who is listening to me to repent, to give your life to God. Repent. Accept Jesus. Confess him as your personal Lord and Savior. For the kingdom of God is at hand. You are living today. Tomorrow is no guarantee. Where do you intend to spend your eternity? There is life after here. Where will you spend eternity? There is life after here. And we have only two options. Either you go to heaven or you go to hell. And hell is not a place where you want to be. Believe me. Hell is not where you want to be. Therefore, you have to repent, accept Jesus, make him your personal Lord and Savior. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Without Jesus, you can't make heaven. He is the bridge, the link between us and the Father. So repent. As you are listening to me, if you have repented before and you think somehow probably you have sinned, either intentionally or unintentionally, and you are ready to repent again and make peace with your father and to give him your life, that he should be the sole proprietor of your life. He should be in charge of your life. For in him you are safe. God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to perish. That's why he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to come and die for us, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life, everlasting life. Take a minute and ask God for the forgiveness of your sins, and I will lead you to Christ. Father, we thank you for this day. Father, your children are before you, Yahweh. They are sorry for their sins. They apologize. They feel bad, Lord Jesus, that they hurt you in one way or another. Yahweh, have mercy. They are ready to make peace again and they are ready to accept Christ Jesus and to live a life pleasing to you and you alone. Answer their prayers, hear their cry. So you say after me, if you are ready, you repeat after me. Say, Father Lord, I come into your presence as a sinner. I confess all my sins. Please forgive me. I did not know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ has I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for me on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to serve you forever and ever in Jesus name. Amen. If you have said that prayer, put your right hand on your chest, say I am saved. I am saved. Welcome to the body of Christ. Congratulations. There is celebration in heaven. Remember, Jesus loves you so much. John 10, 10 says, The thieves cometh, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I came that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. And we can only have that life if we, as we have repented and we stay in his presence. Read your Bible, study the word, spend time with God, pray, meditate, fast, listen to the messages. Be good, be nice, be kind to people. Unforgiveness doesn't pay. 
Hatred doesn't pay. Anger doesn't pay. Say you want to revenge doesn't pay. Vengeance is of the Lord. Let go. How many times do you go before God for prayers and to ask him for the forgiveness of your sins? I don't know about you people, but I feel I'm not worthy to even come before his presence. We might seem probably somebody might get, up, get us upset and you say something out of anger. So we go before him and we say, Father, we are sorry. Forgive us. So if you, he can forgive you as many sins that you have committed, how and why can't you forgive that one who I've hurt you probably once, twice, or even ten times? Why can't you forgive them? Oh my God, Father, you're amazing. I said I was not going to belong to that. I just came to say repent, accept Christ Jesus, but now a message that I had to preach the other day. God just reminded me of it now. We judge. We judge people. And when we judge them, immediately what do we do? We pass our judgment or we pass our verdict and the result is always to punish them. We want them to know that what they did is bad. We want them each time we pass our judgment to know that what they did, they really hurt us. Is that how God treats us? No. God keeps forgiving us. Do we really merit his forgiveness? For example, your child will do something. Probably you ask them not to, to disturb you. Maybe you need rest. Or you say, don't go out. And they go out. They sneak out of the house. Or you even say, okay, when you go out, don't be long. Play for two hours with your friends and come back home. Right? For those of us living abroad, we know how it is. Back home in Africa, there's no restriction, so to say. The kids, I just need to go to my neighbor, sit in front of my, my, my veranda, and I see my neighbors, they are playing, and, you know, I jump, or somebody will just walk to me and come, a friend might just come to my house and say, come, let's go and pray and play, or let's go for a walk. It's easy. So they just go, and probably the parents are looking, where is this child? And you come, they'll shout, and blah, blah, blah. At times, they'll shout. At times, they might not even shout. They understand. That's how it is. Yeah? But yeah, and there, there is... Back then, things were so, you know, there was, there was no fear as to oh, what will happen with your child, where has that child gone. But now there's too much insecurity. There is too much wickedness in this world. Somebody might just see your child on the way and they kidnap them or they harm them. I saw somebody posted a picture or a video. First of all, it was a picture she posted of this lady lamenting on how the lady went home and they, they poisoned her. She put her last picture as she was in the in the flight or in the plane going home, just a f some few days ago, I think this person left after Christmas or New Year. This New Year, that's when she was going home to Cameroon. And then yesterday or two days ago, I saw the, the lady's video as she was dancing in her house, and you know, and now she's dead. And this lady was lamenting, was writing on Facebook, and she was like, "Oh, why another case of poison? This woman just left." Wherever she, whether it was in France or U.S., she went home and they poisoned her and she died. That is how wicked people are. And who poisoned this person? I don't know yet, but what I'm trying to say, the person who poisoned her is definitely not a stranger. Because you will not drink with strangers, right? You drink either with families or friends. The people close to you, your inner circle, you've just arrived. Oh, I've come. They'll be like, okay. Probably the one who even picked you from the airport, the one you even told that I'm coming. 
is that one who've prepared that poison for you and they will drop you. This reminds me some years ago, somebody I knew back home, this is an elderly, this is a big sister. This woman should be, if you were alive now, Sister Maggie should be probably 60 or approaching 60, maybe late 50s or mid 50s thereabout. I'm not so sure about her age, but I remember while we were growing, she was already a big girl or woman, so to, to say. Right, while I was a teenager, they were the happening girls in town. She was in, she was living in Ireland. She was building a home, or she built a home in Cameroon, a house, and she traveled back home. This is um, I can't remember if I've given birth to my daughter because my daughter, I don't think, no, I've not put to birth. Wow, time really flies here. Yeah? She'll be about eight years now. Eight really. Oh my God. Time really flies. Because my daughter just turned seven yesterday. Either the early, probably when she was three months, but I'm not sure if I was pregnant. So, anyway, long story short, this lady went home. I saw her that night I was here. I've not put to bed. I think so. I was here watching. I was on Facebook and this lady was posting her pictures. Like she went into, you know, you go into the quarters. That's how we say you go into the quarters. You go and visit people. Like go and see your friends, see people where you grow. She was posting her pictures in our main market. She posted pictures with some people. She posted pictures while they were in the city, right inside the quarters, eating and, and drinking or whatever. And somebody even wrote there. Like, wow, grandson, you really enjoy. Grandson means that's French, right? In English, big sister, you are really enjoying. She said, yes, one life to live. I saw that picture and that comment. Because she went home, came back, and then she went again. Because myself, I even come, I didn't comment there, but I made the side comments. Like, as I was sitting, I was like, wow. Samagi just went home, and now she has gone home again. Lo and behold... I saw those pictures. It was midnight my time. The next day, at about three, two, three thereabout, somebody called me and said, hey, somebody has died oh, on Facebook. They have posted a picture of one lady and they have seen that that lady is my friend. I said, who oh, they called the name? I screamed. I said, this can't be true. They said, yeah, she went to bed. She was out the whole day with friends. She went to bed. So the no normal sleeping now, sleep night. If she went to bed, she said good night, and the no she, she's sleeping, right? It was morning. People woke up. They're waiting. Oh, maybe she's still resting, but how long? Eight o'clock. Normally back when people get up early, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. This is unusual. They started knocking, knocking, knocking. Not had to break the door, and they made her. She was dead already. Dead. And they later found out that her best friend is the one who poisoned her. They say somebody she was working close with, or that's her best friend, or somebody was close to her. And the person later confessed that somebody paid her to kill her. Like, seriously. So, before I got to where I am right now, what I'm saying is the world now is so wicked that you don't even trust people. Back then, we will play, I will leave my home. And even go after breakfast, go to my friend's place, stay there the whole day. Probably when I'm hungry, then I'll come back for lunch. 
eat and go again, then come back late in the night. You had no cause to worry. You know, all the child is safe. They are their friend's place and this. But nowadays, we can, you can't even trust even your, your own person. There's too much wickedness. So when the kids, they go out and they say, Mama, I'm going to play. You say, okay, I give you one hour. And they come back one hour, 30 minutes, or two hours, or three hours. You are angry. You are boiling. You this child, you're very stubborn. I told you to go and play just for one hour. You went there, you added, you added your own extra two hours. You know what? You are under house arrest. You will not go out for one week and immediately disappear from As I'm talking, I don't want to see you. Just go to your room. Probably even seize their phone. Judgment. Punishment. If God was treating us like that, do you think anybody will be existing here on earth? As soon as we sin, it's just like I've been warning you. My servants have been preaching. My son even came and he gave his life on the cross because of you people. He died because of you. You know what? No more unforgiveness again. I will not, I'm sorry, no more forgiveness again. I won't forgive you. You are going to hell because you're not worthy to be my daughter. Boom! Strike her dead or him dead. Boom! Hell judgment. Tell me who will leave. Nobody. Let's temper justice with mercy. Let's start practicing that even within our, ourselves, our, among ourselves, with our kids, with our husband, our wives, our siblings. Somebody does something. No, I don't want to talk to them again. You see the way they treat me? Just be your own. Let me be. I've been spending money on you. This is the last time I told you that. That was the last time I'm helping you because I've spent so much. I'm not helping you again. Stay. Bam. Cut off relationship because... Probably your brother misused the money you gave them for business. You wanted to settle them or your sister mis misused the money. I know you struggle. I know you work hard. But look at it this way. Do you know the sacrifice that God made by giving us his only child? Mothers who are listening or parents. You know what it means when your child is sick. That child is running temperature that you can't help. You wish you can take, or that child is going through pain. At times you wish, you wish you can take that pain from that child. You know how it feels. Then imagine his only child he gave. Not like he had a lot, then he took from that one from he took one from them. That's the one and only he has. He said, go and die. They humiliated him. They spat on him. They disgraced him. They took a thief. They prefer a thief to him. Ah, no, no. No. Reason this thing with me. You, who is listening to me? Reason it with me. What do you think? Do you think we are doing, we are really, really, are we, do we really deserve God's mercy? If God go by the way we are also going, if God begins to treat us the way we are treating others, after everything I did for them, after everything I did to this one, after everything I did for that one, after everything I did, after everything, after everything, after everything, somebody also did something to you. Do you want to tell me you've not, you've not stepped on somebody's toe? You are just perfect all the way. And now because you did that thing and they betrayed you, 
You're like, okay, I've got off relationship. They even come, they say, I'm sorry, sir, I don't want to hear that your apology is fake apology. How about you who go before God? I say, Father, forgive me of my sins. I will not sin again. I will not tell lies. The very next minute, somebody calls your phone. I beg, why are they calling me? You return their call maybe two, three hours later. I didn't even see your call, but you saw that call. That call was ringing. You were like, why are they calling me? You lied after you asked for forgiveness. You said salvation prayer. Mm -hmm. Is somebody listening to me? Imagine if God was judging us that way. We don't deserve his mercy. That we keep dishing our judgment and punishment to people. I pray may the spirit of God take away that heart of stone from you as you listen to me. May he give you a heart of flesh. May he touch you so you begin to see things and people in his eyes. The way God looks at us, let us begin to look at people. Let us begin to treat people the way God treats us. Before we pass any judgment, let us think of how God treats our case, our situation. And ask ourselves if God were to judge us by the way we've been living our lives, according to the way we are treating him. Are we going to make it? Will we survive it? Definitely no. I told you people what happened to me last year or two years ago. In 2021, right? That was 2021. Yes. April, May, thereabout. A big friend of mine called me. You will not get tired of hearing these things so because these are true life experience. They are my experience, my encounters. They are nobody else's. So I have to keep saying the auntie. It rings to somebody. You'll be like, oh, those things. Because if I start quoting you now in the Bible, the way God treats people in the Bible with mercy, you'll be like, ah, that is the Bible now. So I'm telling you what happened to me. This lady dropped a message on my WhatsApp. She said, ah, she has been thinking of me. It's been a while. And all of this. And I was like, oh my God, this is a senior person now. I should have been the one to call her and this and that. And I took my phone and I replied. I said, hey, um, big sister or this, whatever. I was thinking of calling you. Um, you're really in my mind. I was thinking of calling you. I'll call you. Right? As I said that, I felt how God cried. The Spirit of God the Spirit of God in me was like, why? How God, and I felt like immediately something left me. God grieved. He said, why? Do you know why? Because I lied. Yes. I thought of her, or I've been thinking of her, like not really thinking of her, like she's there in my mind. I know we are okay, we are cool. Even though we're together doing something, and we are no longer together, but I don't have... We don't have anything against each other, right? But we don't call like before because we're working together. Doing, we're doing something together. So since we are no longer doing that thing together, we are not like in constant communication. So she felt, my opinion, I think she felt like, okay, because we are not doing this thing together. That's why we are not talking like we used to talk. And on my part, I can't be calling her like every other two days or daily basis because we really don't have, we are not doing anything. 
I can check on you from time to time, but not that often, like before, you know. So I also wanted to make her know that, no, there is nothing. That's why I said, oh, I've been thinking of you, and I thought I was going, to, and I said I was going to put a call through, which was not the case. And I cried when God grieved in me. God said, why? And I felt like he left me. I felt like I was empty. I realized myself immediately that I lied and that has grieved God. I cried. I came home crying, cooking, crying. Like when I'm alone, I'll be crying. I'll be sobbing. I went to work the following day asking God for forgiveness, asking him to forgive me. I repented and made peace, but was still not at peace. After drinking my coffee, of taking breakfast, I went to the sink to wash the things we have used for breakfast. And God started speaking to me. I started, I said, Father, forgive me. Because I didn't like the way I was feeling. I was feeling empty, like abandoned. I said, Father, forgive me. Have mercy. And he said, I have forgiven you. But you see the way you feel? How do you think I feel? He said, that's how I feel. I'm probably even worse. What, what, what I felt was nothing. I know he feels worse than what I felt. Why? Because he said, the way you feel, that's how I feel. Because each time my children, they sin, they grieve me. He said, make a video and let you put it out there. Let people know that each time they sin, they hurt me. Each time you tell one lie, that's how God grieves. That's a feeling I don't want to have again. Each time you commit abortion, it hurts him, he grieves. Each time you fornicate, you lie, you commit adultery, you cheat, you hate, you have bitterness, unforgiveness. It's like you're taking a knife and you keep piercing him where he has a hole. Like you keep digging, digging in, digging in, digging in. Imagine how painful that would be. So imagine how we hurt God every day. Yet we run before him, say, Father, forgive me, forgive me. He forgives us. We go back again. Probably somebody does something like that. Get out, you this stupid. You use that word. You insult somebody. when You're not supposed to. It's a bad word. And you're like, oh, Father, forgive me. But that moment that you, you, you insulted that person, he's grieving. I mean, it took me two days. The whole of that, word, I felt bad the next day. God had to tell me, and then I felt good. I felt relieved. Like, as he told me that he has forgiven me, and I have to make that video. I said, okay. I did. I made that video when I went to my when I went to the autopedia. It was at the waiting room, because it was during, Corona was still, you know. It was in the waiting room. Then you go, probably only one or two people would be in the waiting room. I was alone that afternoon. I went at about five. I was alone in the waiting room. I took my phone, and I made a video. Unfortunately, I deleted that video because my phone had a problem. I had this old phone I was using then. The storage was always getting full because I make so many videos. Like almost every day, I have to make a video to put on my WhatsApp status, right? That I preach when I get a message, I make like on daily basis. So it was always full. And at one time, I deleted until I deleted a whole lot of videos that I'm regretting today because I finally bought a new phone. It makes no sense. Those videos. I will play them someday. Someday on my television channel, people will see my humble beginning. They will see where 
I started, where God brought me from. You don't just stand, come out one day and you're like, boom. You start, it's a process, it's a journey. You whom God has called and you're like, no, you're waiting for you to have a bigger stage. You're waiting to have a bigger follower. You're deceiving yourself. You have to start. And it's not even about followers. It's about consistency, doing what God has called you to do, obeying God. Obeying God. We keep judging people. We condemn them. We want to punish them immediately. Somebody, a child will spill something. Will lift up, like in Africa, oh my God, where they beat. A child will spill something. It can't be intentional now. You give a child for a bot, example, take this glass and keep. And probably the child, it slips out of the child's hand, falls on the ground and it breaks. Before you know, they will not even care to check if that thing has wounded that child. Slap. Ah! You want to break all the glasses in my house or you are the one who keep breaking my glasses? When are you going to work money that you replace them? I don't have any glasses again. When visitors come, I don't have it. Not even looking. Not even watch out to check. Hey, what happened? Did it hurt you? Next time, be careful. No, we just have to flare. Boom. And at the same time, we use our hand. Judgment, punishment. Boom. Imagine God was operating like that. Who will survive? Nobody, none of us, because we have all come short. We have seen and come short of the glory of God. That's why I pray that may God soften your heart. May he give you a heart of flesh that you always reflect and think before you pass judgment and punish somebody. May you think and think and rethink. Ask yourself, if this were to be Jesus, how will he handle this situation? How will he handle this situation? Repent. Be careful how you treat people. Don't be harsh. Don't get angry fast. Self-control. Because those things happen because of lack of control. Self-control. 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 Wow. Father, thank you. Honestly, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be here. I just knew I'm coming to say repent and we do some worship and that is it. Wow. Father, thank all the glory, Yahweh. We give you glory. We give you honor, thanks, praise, and adoration. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Yahweh. Father, we thank you for this wonderful week. For this new year, we continue to thank you and to bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for saving us, for protecting us, for providing, for blessing us, for giving us good health, for keeping us alive and our family, our friends, our colleagues, our husbands, our wives, our children. We thank you, Father. We can't thank you enough. All we ask of is help us to remain in your presence so we can worship you and live a life pleasing to you alone. Yahweh, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.
Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father to child, spirit to spirit, lighted by your word, with your breath of life. That's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. That's right. Father to child, spirit to my spirit, lighted by your word, with your breath of life, that's how I come my life, that's how I change my world, breathe your name into me, Lord, breathe, Lord, that's how I come my life. That's how I change my world. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Mm. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Your Breathe, Lord. Breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Father to child, spirit to spirit, that's how I call my life, that's how I change my world, father to child, spirit to spirit, Lighted by your word. Yes, Lord. That's how I call my life. That's how I change my world. Your name upon me, breathe. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe, Lord. Upon me, breathe. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe, Lord. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Father to child, your spirit to spirit. That's how I call my life. That's how I change my world. Father to child, spirit to spirit. That's how I call my life. That's how I change my world. Just we 
the name upon me breathe just breathe your name upon me breathe Lord your head away from me breathe Lord. just breathe your name upon me breathe just breathe your name upon me breathe just breathe your name upon me breathe to child spirit to spirit Sa singing, Hosanna in the highest. The angels are 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 singing, Hosanna in the highest. The angels, hey, 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 in the hall, the angels are singing, Hosanna in the highest, the angels are singing, Hosanna in the highest. Sana 
Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. Now in the highest, angels are singing. Hosanna in the highest, the angels are singing. Hosanna in the highest. Until we meet again, go out, spread love, share love. I love you all. The love of God, you are blessed. Your week is blessed. May the angels go before you to lead your way, to lead your path. I put an angel before you to guide you, to protect you. I make a huge fence of the Holy Ghost fire around you and your family in the mighty name of Jesus. You're untouchable in Jesus' mighty name. Let his blood that speaks more than every other blood begin to speak in your life. Go. Sin no more. Remain in God's presence. You are blessed. Bye-bye.